Hey guys, welcome or welcome back to Chicha Christ Richie. You are joined here with me. First of all, you know what? This 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 is what I'm going to be doing. I am not going to promise a date that will release. You see me when you see me. So today we are going to be talking about change of hearts. This is also a questionnaire episode, so stay tuned, guys. As discussed in our last episode. We will be talking about two people in the Bible who experienced change of hearts. That is Manasseh and Paul. Last episode we spoke about Manasseh. This episode we are talking about this man named Paul. He was a man who wrote one third of the Bible which we read today. He is known to have been brave, fought the good fight and kept the faith. But how can someone with this much faith and righteous attitude could have been a sinner? Paul was a sinner. In the book of Acts 8 verses 3, as for Saul, which he was called before, he made havoc of the church, entering into every house and hurling men and women committed them to prison. This is somebody that was persecuting, killing Christians. This was somebody that was completely against the faith. And this was the same person that God didn't see to be just that. The conversion of Saul. God didn't just change his heart, but his name too. Before I go deeper, it's time to answer one of the questions. Number one, does sin have a hierarchy? As we all know, sin is sin. But to me personally, and as a Catholic, which some of you will be surprised right now, I am a Catholic, sin actually has a hierarchy. Hear me out. In our today world, we preach with religion aside so much about justice fairness and equality and that's what i know god is and what he works with although the bible says his thoughts and ways are higher than ours just as the heavens and just as the heavens are higher above the earth but i know god works with these three things just the way we know god is good but not necessarily knowing how he works in his goodness same way i know he's just fair and equal in his doings like i was saying keeping religion aside justice fairness and equality is what we sing with today in our world for instance if i kill someone and you steal a phone should we serve the same jail term no of course not so to me sin has a hierarchy same way just judgment has but why i believe growing to the mentality that sin is sin why we grew up to this mentality that sin is sin is to make us not to get comfortable in it but just imagine growing up to the mentality that sin has a hierarchy it will make us think that there are some sins that are okay there are some sins that you can live to so when we later grow up we realize that sin actually has a hierarchy and that leads to the next question what is purgatory before i continue this is a very delicate and controversial discussion concerning our religious faith especially the fact that i'm answering based on my catholic faith i'm not explaining based on reasoning but based on my faith faith is something we just believe in so it's just what i believe in and that's okay so purgatory purgatory is a place where souls suffer for a time after death on account of their sins that is venial sin i believe in mortal and venial sin mortal kills the soul while venial is one that doesn't kill the soul but yet displeases god you can agree in some level that there are sins that kills the soul kills the human ability to feel that kills the sense of love we are talking about murder talking about adultery we are talking about fornication all these sins that you know ruins your sense of humanity these sins can't can't be compared to lying 
not that lying is not bad lying is terrible but we as catholics even believe that there are some venial sins like lying that can lead to actually mortal sin like killing somebody you know so purgatory is a place where souls that have committed venial sin which is let me call it lying yeah sins like lying are they are there because they don't deserve hell or heaven simple now going back to our topic concerning paul his conversion as we all know how the story goes saul as he was called became blind when jesus appeared to him on his way to damascus for the firm purpose to go and kill or take prisoner anyone who comes in contact with him or on his way that are in faith with jesus you know there are sometimes we have plans whether good or bad that some unexpected things come and ruin them that happens when our expectations and god's will don't align god had a better plan and purpose for paul act 9 verses 15 but the lord said unto him go thy way for he is a chosen vessel unto me to hear my name before the gentiles and kings and the children of israel god had a plan paul also had a plan but god's will always conquer now moving to our next question when you feel like nothing is moving for you and you believe in christ and start losing faith what is the reason it is a simple answer doubt i don't think there is any spiritual explanation for this it's just simply doubt and we as christians definitely have experienced disbelief or inadequate faith at some point in our lives one remedy i personally use when i feel doubt is to simply pray about it sounds cliche but i tell god see i'm not really confident in this thing but give me the strength to trust you because i know god understands jude 120 but ye beloved building up yourselves on your most holy faith praying in the holy ghost jude 120 has told us build that faith with the help of the holy spirit so whoever asks this question take a look take a look at many people in the bible that trusted without a single doubt in their hearts god came through daniel and the lions then shedrach meshach and abednego in the burning fiery furnace and then you god work it out just yearn to trust in him just have that wantingness to trust him and god will understand mark eleven twenty three. truly i tell you if anyone says to this mountain go throw yourself into the sea and does not doubt in their hearts but believes that what they say will happen it will be done for them mark matthew 6 34 therefore do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself each day has enough trouble of its own this verse worry is something we act towards concerning a particular problem that is not the solution worry fear doubt doesn't solve anything keep positive trust and pray now back to paul paul had a, a good attitude towards faith he kept the faith and fought the good fight towards it and that's the sort of attitude we as Christians who yearn to follow, not letting trial, persecution, discrimination, or whatsoever stop our faith. In the Bible, when Paul and Barnabas were expelled out of, out of the coast of the Jews, it was recorded in Acts 13.51. But they shook off the dust of their feet against them and came unto Iconium. They were determined, Paul was determined towards his faith. He didn't let persecution bring him down. Paul said in Acts 20 24, But none of these things move me, neither count I my life dear unto myself, 
so that I might finish my course with joy and the ministry which I have received of the Lord Jesus to testify the gospel of the grace of God. Next question. How to deal with guilt after sin? It's simple. Change. One thing I know is through repentance is not crying or feeling guilty. True repentance is simply change. When we do something bad, what matters is not what you did, but what you do after. It's either you keep doing it, do nothing about it, or try to fix the problem and change. Next question. The concept of eternal life. Explain it. Since we are talking about Paul here, how about we explain through his own thoughts about resurrection? Resurrection and eternal life is the same thing? Is it? Okay, yeah, I think so. 1 Corinthians 15, 12 to 13. So if we hate... If so, if we have, um, sorry, it speaks about in First Corinthians fifteen twelve to thirteen. It says, "Now, if Christ be preached that he rose from the dead, how some among you that there is no resur- resurrection of the dead? But if there is, if there be no resurrection of the dead, then is Christ not risen? And if Christ be not risen, then is our preaching vain, and your faith is also vain." So if we have this faith towards Christ and not believe in resurrection, then our faith is void. It is nothing. The concept of eternal life to me is simply life after death. We as Christians believe that after this world, we have another life to inherit. That is either in heaven or in hell. So having and believing in the knowledge towards eternal life or resurrection will help us prepare where we want to spend our eternity in. Next is not actually a question, though it says, I don't have any questions to ask, but I just want to thank God for your life because of what you do. Not a lot of Christians openly, not a lot of Christians openly talk about Christ. I pray to be as bold as you one day. Romans 16, Romans 1 16, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. This thing is not something easy. You know, when I'm speaking about the world we live in today, it's not something enjoyable, you know? So, you just have to, I don't know, you just have to enjoy it. I guess it's not going to be easy. You're going to get good comments, you're going to get bad comments, you're going to get backlash a lot. But you just have to endure because... When you are fighting the good fight, when you're keeping the faith like Paul has said and did, there will be people in your way. Definitely, there will definitely be people in your way and try to discourage you. But you just have to just keep the good fight. And when you're doing something like this, definitely you get a lot of persecution. In Paul, like we all know, long-suffering is part of the fruit of the Spirit. So we should learn to embrace suffering with what we do concerning Christ because it would happen. The Bible has told us that long-suffering, suffering is part of us. So when Paul, somebody like Paul said, I felt a ton in my flesh, he was suffering, but he kept the good fight. So keeping the good fight would definitely pay. So thank you for this wonderful comment. It warms my heart. I really appreciate it. And we have come to the end of this episode. But we are in a mental health month, mental health awareness month. 
I have been somebody that has actually experienced a lot of issues concerning mental health. But I remember my episode was when I was pretty young because I did not really understand the feeling of having a problem up there because where I come from, you, if you have a problem up there, you must be somebody that is on the streets running mad. But we don't know from where we come here, there's not much um, awareness from where we come from right here that you can have a problem and still look okay. You understand that kind of thing. So I want to encourage you. I don't think this is, you can pray about it, but uh, it takes more than prayer. It takes a lot of work to step yourself out of that zone. So I pray for all of us that whatever we are going through mentally, God will figure it out for us. And he'll give us the strength to step out of that zone. So, happy Mental Health Awareness Month. And you see me when you see me. I will not be telling you you see me next month or whenever. You see me when you see me. So, thank you for listening to me. Thank you for staying with me. Thank you for chatting with me. You know, so... All my cheat chatters that sent me questions, I really appreciate it. So, have a blessed day, a blessed week, a blessed month, a blessed year, and many years to be blessed by God. (laughs) Bye.